Hello, and welcome to Beautifully Awkward, a podcast about embracing the beautifully awkward moments of life, hosted by me, Elisa Marie. So this month, I thought I'd do something a little bit different. For most of you listening in, you've either been in a shelter in or are starting to enter into one, um, and we have been over the last almost two months now, going into our third month. So I thought, you know what, I've had a lot of different experiences and I wanted to share those as much as I wanted to kind of get a different perspective. So who better to interview than my husband, who has been quarantined with myself and our two small children over this period of time. So we're gonna dive right in and just talk about what his experiences have been like, some of the moments that have kind of been difficult or challenging for us and how we've gotten through. Hopefully you'll get a little bit of insight into what it's like for us. We're not experts and we don't try to tell you how to do things. We've just been making our way through this just like anybody else. So honey, why don't you tell everybody um, a little bit about yourself and how this experience has been for you? Well, hello. And thank you for finally having me on this show. Um, I am new to the new podcast uh, world. Um, I think uh, one time I was on the radio once. No, I've been on the radio a couple times. But when I get on the radio, I just like freeze. And I do not know what to say. And um, well, it doesn't seem to be your problem today. <laughs> well, you know, this is... Um, Anyways, I'm just happy to be here. Um, it was, you know, it took me like, what, two years to get on your show. Um, and what else? Yeah, about two years to get on the show. And I've only had the podcast for like a year. And you must have ran out of guests. Well, I, I didn't run out of guests as much as we are just quarantined together. So it seemed like... Who better to interview than my husband? Yes. That, that was my thought process. And this is our fifth take on doing this. Right. Um, because your podcast has to be perfect. Well, I don't know that it has to be perfect, but I mean, that kind of feeds into our dynamics that I do like to have control over things and I do like things to be done a certain way. And you kind of, you're kind of like the chaos um, in all of that. So there's been definitely challenges as far as like how I want the house to be and what I'm comfortable in and, and kind of what you're comfortable in. I would, I would say those are probably very starkly different perspectives. Yes, yes. And so how does it feel like not having, like not being, like because you want to be in control, like not being in control, not being in control over this COVID-19? Well, for me, it's invoked a lot of anxiety because I have no control over anything um, outside of my home and so I have tried to assert a lot of control inside the home so during the table who who's interviewing who here thanks thanks for that question uh, turning the tables how has it been for you to be stuck with me or not stuck I don't know that's probably not a nice way to put it but to live under the same roof 24 to 7 with your wife, what has that been like for you? Um, it has actually been very nice. 
Um, I did not pay him to say that, I, for the record. I just, I love being home with my wife, Elisa, and Vivian and Mason. It's just been, it's just been wonderful, you know, because um, we don't get to spend a lot of time at home. Usually we're on opposite schedules. And, you know, like, like the other day you had a panic attack um, and the, I just, at that moment, I just happened to be out of the house with kid, with the kids. So I didn't even know you had a panic attack. And, um, and I don't even know what one does in a panic attack. And I don't even know if I've even ever had one. Um, but, uh, I mean, they sound kind of scary because you don't know where you're at. Um, you lose control of your bodily fluids. No, again, um, I don't think that's what happens to everyone. That's not what happened to me. What I mean, I think it's more of like the shortness of breath, feeling like you're going to faint, um, getting clammy. I mean, I think that it probably affects people in a lot of different ways. For me, it was kind of like a wave of anxiety that was stronger than I've ever experienced. And so I was trying to manage that. And I know that you came home after it um after it had kind of passed because by that point I had you know I have enough coping skills that I was able to calm myself down and, and maneuver through and and not um, freak out when you guys got back but it had to do with me returning to work and just what that's gonna look like, like I got really scared right and in my experience with it is um, I took um, a psychology class in college and that's what they described it so that's just you know, I was just going off of what they had said. Um, so, but you are a professional in the field, so you know, um, you know, these things. I wouldn't be able to identify, um, you know, most of these symptoms. I, and I wouldn't even know, like, if I had a panic attack, you know, if it came and went or... Well, I, I mean, I think that uh, from everything I've read, most people, the the predominant symptom that people are experiencing are is anxiety. That right now, there's just so many unknowns. Unknown about the rest of the year, uh, even just the next month. Unknown of what this virus really, you know, how it will take hold of you if you do contract it. Because... Um, it, it affects people so differently. Like it's not consistent. Like some people get it and they recover and they're fine and they have mild symptoms and some people die. And I think that that's a really scary thing for a lot of people. And so I think that that's why it invokes so much anxiety. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think that everybody is just dealing with it differently, but it seems like you've been dealing with it pretty well. Uh, yes. Um, I haven't actually been too worried. I haven't been in contact with a lot of people. Um, but, you know, if you watch the news and you listen to people that are worried about the COVID-19, then that gets in your mind. Like the other day, um, I went to the store um, to get garbage stickers. And I don't, this is the first time I've ever bought garbage stickers. I don't, you know, 
usually it's you know built into your tech that's a whole nother story but anyways no one in the store was wearing masks actually i think the cashier was wearing a mask but also they had this plastic shield but everyone in the store is just walking around with no mask and it's in the back of my mind i go man if i'm gonna get the coronavirus man this is i'm probably gonna get it from this store and that was just because all the media and everything you know that's going on um, well, but that's an accurate like thing. But, like you could have gotten it. But well, I know. But that was what I was thinking at the time I was in the store. That, uh, but you know what? I probably won't get it from going into the store. Well, but I think that that's like there's. I think there's two sides to that coin. So I think that there's like in a lot of ways we're in two different camps because I think that yes, there is a lot of hype in the media. And so there's like this camp that's like, this is hyped up. It's not that serious. Like everything's going to be fine. We're all just like panicking for no reason. And then there's like my camp where it's like, you know what? If, if we got it, like it is a really scary thing and I don't want to get it. So I'm going to do everything in my power to prevent that from happening. But I, I don't know. I mean, this is probably a very small example of how we think so differently but somehow we work like I don't really know how we function as a cohesive unit because we do think so differently and actually as you're talking I just thought of something like I don't think I ever really got sick this year at all so I think this is like one of my healthier years well it's only May um so I know but like going through the the flu season I never really got anything and usually I get sick you know a couple times a year you know and let me tell you I work in the restaurant industry and you it's I mean you work with a lot of people and everyone touches the computer the credit card machine and you know it's like if someone gets sick it's usually like everyone eventually gets sick it's like a domino effect you know and this year I you know I might have had some days where I you know wasn't feeling 100% but you know I never went through the symptoms of like oh man I'm sick you know well do you think about that though I mean you bring up a point of like the new like people are throwing around the term like the new norm like being in the restaurant business like I mean just like you were saying like everybody's touching the cash register or whatever like there's going to have to be things that change to prevent or at least like preventative methods that have to be put in place to try to reduce the amount of people exposed. So what what do you think as far as what that's going to look like for like restaurants in general? Um, you know what? I think only good can come out of all of this. How so? Um, well, we'll just rethink things and change the way we do things and it you know we'll go about business as usual after this is all over i mean i think but what if it's not over for like at least another year like for the next year there's going to have to be put things put in place to prevent people from contracting the i don't know if contracting is the right word but like from people getting this disease um well i don't know what they're gonna they're gonna do but I mean I or how long it's gonna last but I think uh, you know we're gonna get through this 
it's, well, it's only a matter of when. Right. No, and I, I think that that's, that has been your mentality through all of this, which has been really helpful because it does ground me when I start spiraling out of control. So I think that's how, for the most part, we've coped with my anxiety and my need for control and, and not having it. But I, I, I also sometimes kind of want to scream at you because you are so calm in this what feels well, like a storm. Let me tell you... Um... You are making yourself sound a lot worse than you are doing okay with all of this. I think you're doing really good. Well, yeah. You don't seem scared to me. <laughs> um, you're, I don't I feel think scared you're being a right hard on yourself. Okay, well, I don't feel scared right now, but I, I think but, that there has there has been more anxiety provoking situations over the last two months than I think over I will say like the last 10 years for me because there's been nights where you know I haven't gotten to bed until like one o'clock in the morning because I'm googling things and looking up like various uh articles on like you know COVID-19 like they just said recently like the symptoms are changing and it pretty much is like if you feel sick you have it and that was really scary mm -hmm. for me but you're not why are you nodding? Like, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah, I've heard that, too, that it can, uh, like, anything, it can mutate or something, right? I don't know. We're, let's not give fake news to people. Well, like, not, but I, I, I think I've heard something, you know. <laughs> I mean, well, that's the problem. Okay, let's talk about fake news. I mean, that's probably, like, the biggest issue is that nobody seems to know anything about what's going on. Some people... Uh, are identified as like the experts in this but they've changed you know from you need to be six feet away from people to you need to be 26 feet away from people I mean at this point I just don't want to go back out into the world because it's scary yeah, well most of the time I don't get in other people's personal space I'm, I usually stay six feet away from people anyways I'm kind of a, a invert you know so it's like a kind of Introvert. Introvert. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Can we edit that part out? No. <laughs> it's Let's, fine. We'll edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine. This is um, this whole thing is just a free. It, it doesn't have to be perfect. I know I was telling them that, that I wanted this to be like the perfect podcast, but the reality is we're not perfect, and we have had our struggles, and we have persevered through that. So I'm I'm okay with you know this being an imperfect podcast because I think that's more real than if we sat here and we had like a very eloquent conversation that's not us yes and our daughter is here too who yeah. is being very good she actually might be asleep right I think now. she's asleep <laughs> but she is being so good and quiet and not saying a word right and you know I just want to you know thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast finally you're welcome. And we'll have to decide which one of these podcasts we are going to No, I mean, this is the one we're going to use and because I'm we... A, I'm a newbie to the podcast world. Well, so. you said that, yeah. But I, I think that, again, I don't know that we gave any tips for people. So let's, let's end with um, tips for getting through the quarantine with your spouse. Like, if you had, like, I don't know. Uh, go what, for walks. Okay. Hold hands. I, I'm not holding your hand on walks. 
Um, I can't walk. I don't know what, how do people walk and hold hands? Like I'm like huffing and puffing. I don't want to hold your hand. You're getting, you're in my personal space. Yes. No, no holding um, hands. Okay, hold hands else? when you're sleeping at night. No, nobody holds hands when they're sleeping. Who does that? Do you know people who hold hands when they're yeah, sleeping lot, at yeah, night? A lot of, a lot of, Ugh. A lot of good okay. married couples. Well, I, I've, uh, how about like, like physical touch it we know that's your that well i know that's your love language hey, no, hey whoa, whoa, whoa. We're no i'm just saying that's here. no it's, <laughs> the, love languages are not personal your love language is physical touch uh i'll leave it at that but i'm just saying like that's too much no no too tmi <laughs> it's fine all i'm saying is that that's like that's like your tips but that's not my love language so to me it's like Ugh. So I suppose one of the tips would be to figure out what your spouse's love language is and to fill their love tank. Is that like an accurate thing? Is yeah, that... and I'm a helper. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> That's a whole nother, like, we could do another podcast on that. But what I'm saying is, okay, so fill, go since on walks. Since we're putting it all out. Look. No, we're not putting it all out there. This is... this. This part will be edited just in case you say something. But any other tips for... So walks, fill your love tank. What else do you have tips for people to get through? It, couples. Um, I mean, this is a... We're a couple, so we're giving... Talk to your neighbors. Across the street, not from six feet away. Yeah. 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 It's always awkward when you're having a conversation by yelling across the road. That's what we have to do because we're in a shelter in. What, wait, why Why talk to your neighbors? Why do we have to talk? Like, why just, is that a tip? Like, oh, you mean like... In general, yeah. Just keep in contact with people? Yeah. Okay. We're going to, we're gonna like, shift that a little bit, but okay. Stay six feet away. Invite someone to go on a walk. Call up a friend and say, hey, you're off of work. I'm, on, I'm off of work. Why don't we go out for a walk? And stay six feet away. Yeah. Have you done that? No, but I've asked people like, hey, why don't we meet up and go for a walk? And some people just said, hey, I'm not comfortable with that yet. And then yeah, I don't some... imagine they would be. Actually, I haven't really had anyone. Yeah, just a few people. But you Okay, know. maybe you should stop asking them. Then it sounds yeah. like <laughs> it's not. Uh, I think people are still a little bit hesitant to like throw themselves into any social situation right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, for me... You could have people over and just keep them six feet away. No, I mean, you can... I, I think that's frowned upon right now. We'll see what, like, Actually, six months just, from now. back up into into someone's driveway, put down the tailgate on the truck, and just sit there and have a little conversation with them in the, in the driveway. And I mean, that's one option, but... You I, could even stay eight feet away. I mean... I think people have to ease back into this. And I think that's the problem is that we n- we're not sure like what the future holds. But I will say that, you know, we've we've done pretty good with keeping in contact with people and doing what we can. Um, any other tips that you have for people? Like any um, other things that you think have been helpful? Walking, talking, Zoom meetings. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna put my two cents in that for me, I have because I'm 
balancing a lot between work and the house and the kids in us that I have been really focused on a lot of self-care stuff and really making sure that I'm taking care of myself. And so I had started a new Facebook group to just post like positive articles and John Krasinski he did he just started like a new kind of YouTube channel something I can't remember the name something good um I'll link it in the show notes because I can't remember right this moment but anyway the idea is that a lot of people are looking for positive things to get us through and so that's what I've tried to do is create that space for people to have positive sayings articles podcasts links whatever and I also like throw on products that people might enjoy um, for self-care so that's what I'm doing to get through this Um, a lot of gratitude talk and positive self-talk but I think that everybody's going to deal with this differently and if you have a spouse like mine who is a complete opposite of you and you're on like two separate you know groups or camps you know the best thing to do is to just try to find some middle ground and keep trucking along yeah i don't know do something like i'm not going to see people for a while you know so um, i don't know cut your own hair oh no um no they're not (laughs) they're not suggesting you cut your own hair because some people are botching that process yeah i mean try like you know like you know i the other day i had this thought like you know no you can tell the thought what was your thought (laughs) you know what would i look like if i were bald so i would like you know shave my head bald yeah so well i mean that's an option i suppose but then i'd have to deal with it and I don't really love it. So I probably would suggest talking to your spouse before taking on any new looks or, you know, anything like that. Like maybe just have a conversation before you quote unquote shave your head. Yeah. And the other thing too is, you know, um, there's a lot of jobs out there that people need extra help. On if you want to just get away from the house, but I'm not. You have a job now. Yeah. You have a full-time job. Yes. Are you enjoying that job? Yes. Yeah. So that's why I don't want to get another job. Well, yeah. I mean, you you can't get another job it's like, because uh, we don't have childcare right now. So me, you have to be the childcare provider uh, until future notice. I mean, until child care places open up and or and or I feel comfortable sending our children to a child care provider like you're it yeah and it's like what if restaurants open up and child care doesn't you know it's like what are you gonna do right and you know yeah. what are we gonna do I don't know. That's that's what it creates a lot of anxiety for me is I don't know. But I do know that we're going to take it one day at a time. Well, I'm not really too worried about it. But what I'm saying is, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Any last thoughts before we 
wrap this up and call it a day? Mom, I don't know. I kind of, I wish like this was kind of like going on and we lived like out in the woods in a cabin, in a like remote area where all there was to do was like fish and hunt and, you know, I think that'd be kind of cool. And the weather was nice. That was the other thing, you know. So what I'm hearing is you're just, okay, you just started daydreaming about an alternate life that we, we don't live in the woods in a cabin so all right well let's uh let's end it here but as always you can send us an email at beautifully awkward podcast at yahoo.com check us out on instagram we have our facebook page we have uh, numerous ways that you can stay in contact with us as we continue to quarantine through the next month Uh, i'd love to hear your thoughts what are you doing to make it through these challenging times what awkward moments you've experienced and how you've gotten through as always no you are not alone you are going through what is probably one of the most challenging things and for those of you who have been laid off or have just tried to struggle through all of the unknowns and anxieties know that we are here and we are more than happy to hear from you. So hopefully we will talk soon and we will touch base then. All right. Bye.